What's up, everybody? Jonathan the Fitness Zone coming at you guys with another mini cast episode. Uh, today we're going to be talking about a couple of myths and mis- misconceptions when it's regarding colds and the flu. Now, I'm not going to be going into too much about uh, COVID nineteen because it's just not where I want to take this whole thing. I want to keep this as a positive space instead of filling people's minds with empty garbage um now with that said i i do believe that the virus is real or was real um and i do believe that any virus anything uh any form of bacterial infection any form of infection or cold, or even the flu, influenza A and influenza B, can be deadly under the right circumstances. <clears throat> but um, we're not going to be touching up on any of that negativity garbage. We're just going to be focusing on uh, things that you can do naturally to prevent yourself from uh, catching some nasty bug. Um, two of my favorite things, uh, I'm going to go into detail of two of them possibly three, but two for sure, is exercise, maintaining exercise through the winter seasons. Um, And that includes running in the cold. Now, I know what most of you guys are thinking. What the hell are you talking about? Uh, So basically, there's a lot of theories out there, and all of them have been proven from cold cold exposure for short periods of times, up to 20, 20, sometimes 20 minutes to an hour. Uh, I had a guest on my show last month, Daria Albers, who uh, is living proof of this, and she follows the Wim Hof method. Uh, in Sistema, the martial arts that I practice, we also practice cold water dousing. Um, every time that I have not done cold water dousing throughout the wintertime, I've always gotten sick. Every time I do it, I don't get sick. Go figure this one out. Daria has been practicing uh, uh, ice water, ice water dips for I think she said like something like five, six years or something like that. <coughs> go back, go back and take a listen. She's not gotten sick. Now I'm coughing a little bit because I have a little weird, weird tingle in my throat. Um, <coughs> There are things that I do to help prevent that little tingle to get into a full flu. Um, One of them is cold water dousing, uh, which I have been not doing lately. And that's on me. I think I'm going to be start doing that maybe this week. Yeah, I'm going to start it this week. Uh, The other thing is exercising in the cold. Now, when when you expose your body to cold temperatures... Um, you internally heat up, burning off. The theory is you burn off whatever bacteria is growing in you. I don't know how true this is. I'm not a microbiologist. I'm not claiming to be, but every time I work out in the cold, I never get sick. I never get a tingle in my throat. And I'm perfectly healthy throughout the winter seasons. Whatever you guys want to call it, I know what is right for me, and this so far has been working. Um, so when I'm talking about, you know, working out in the cold, like, what do you do in the cold? 
Um, so basically, what I do is I usually go out for a run in the morning with nice and crisp. Uh, obviously, when it's like here in Toronto, it can with a wind chill, it can get very, very cold. On those days, I try not to run out. Like anything under minus 25, I have a tendency of not going out because it's just it's just too it's just too cold. Like you you're breathing in air and it hurts to breathe. Like that's not pleasant, and you're not doing yourself any favors with by doing that. So anything above 25 minus 25 is is manageable for a short period of time. <coughs> Hmm. Need some water. Uh, what else? Um, so running, walking long distances. Um, some people say just walk out for 15 minutes. Uh, when you do walk for 15 minutes, it's more of an active meditation. Now, I use the same technique when I'm doing, when I'm walking and when I'm running. And it works brilliantly. You count the steps, and I've gone through this before in one of these mini-cast series. You count the steps, every step that you take with an inhale and an exhale. And then you increase the steps with the inhale. So you take one inhale in, take two steps, take two steps, and you exhale out through the two steps. And then you go three in, three out, four in, four out, up until you can't do anymore. And then your goal, so I use it as a game. So let's say I can do five, uh, 10 in, 10 out. The next repetition, the next cycle, will, my goal is to go to 11 in, 11 out. And then 12 in, 12 out. Up until I feel um, that I can't breathe anymore. You'll be surprised how many steps that you can take with one inhale. And how many steps that you can take with one exhale. And what happens to you towards the end. It's quite fascinating. And if you can... Um, if you can understand the fear aspect to what happens to you, it starts to become more like meditation. You get a deeper understanding of yourself, and it's quite fascinating. I highly recommend you guys trying it. Try not to do it with a run, because um, that's when panic will start to kick in and other nasty things like cramping. With running, I like to I like to do. Uh, Three steps in, three steps out, three to four, three to four. Anything more than if I'm if I can take an inhale, um, if I'm inhaling more than four steps, that means I'm going too slow. If I'm if I'm doing less, that means I'm running too fast. So that's a good way of me judging my pace as well. It, it's a cool little trick and. To tell you the truth, I don't listen to music when I run, and I don't listen to music when I when I when I go for my marches. My marches are actually going to change, but that's that's for another podcast. Another thing that I do is I uh, have a tendency of supplementing the crap out of myself during these months, and this is something that I've been lacking. I'll be honest with you, all you guys, uh, last this this whole season, um, I haven't been supplementing on anything. So what would you supplement on? Well, obviously you have the obvious vitamins, vitamin D, because we don't have, we have very limited sun and uh, vitamin C, but there are also some other stuff that help bind them like zinc. 
it's actually a very good binding mechanism for the uh, water and fat soluble water solubles. Uh, water, yeah, water, water soluble vitamins. Also, uh, the vitamin B complex. Now, the v, the the B complex is a little bit tricky because uh, everybody's a little bit different, and you're probably lacking one or the other. And for for that, I would suggest speak to your doctor. Um, if your doctor is uh, inept to the point where they understand uh, su proper supplementation and how to use vitamins for their for their patients, if not, find a good naturopathic doctor. Uh, they're very good um, in that field, and they have tests that they can run, and they can actually find out what you're lacking in. And you can actually supplement that way. So um, hopefully your doctors are inept or yeah. And they they have a com they have common sense and they have a mind that they can actually use and they're not uh, well, whatever. I'm not gonna go into it too much. Uh, so that's it guys. Um, that's been, uh, those are my three tips. Uh, my three tips, cold water dousing, um, working out in the cold and proper supplementation with your obvious ones with vitamin D tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of vitamin D and, uh, vitamin C. Uh, I usually take about four, four capsules one gram each capsule, so four grams of vitamin C. So I really knock it up. And um, yeah, that's it. And uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow with uh, How To Tuesdays. Uh, I will try to get in a live segment with, with on Facebook and YouTube. Just all depends on how some scheduling goes. I might have to bump it to 9, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I have some other commitments I need to do between 8 and 9. Anyways, I will see you guys tomorrow and uh, stay safe and be happy people.